0: You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on Colton's upcoming season of The Bachelor
1: and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve.
0: Steve, thank you all for tuning in. Got a good show for you this week. One of my favorites, someone I actually can call a friend from this franchise. It's Olivia Caridi. I think you're going to like her because it's a little bit different than past podcasts in that we don't recap everything that happened on her season. Because I had Olivia on right around a year ago. That was the, li- the only live podcast I've done where we had the audience at the Addison Improv. That was a lot of fun. And we went over Ben's season during that podcast. Uh, there's barely any talk of Ben's season during this podcast in terms of, well, hey, what about when this group, this group date and this one-on-one or whatever? Um, but we do talk about some issues uh, that have come up on her podcast. And we have a little fun. Something I haven't done on a podcast in 102 podcasts. We have a little fun with Olivia, and it's honestly one of my favorite times ever uh, in podcast history for me, in this podcast. You haven't heard me do it before. We play some riddles with Olivia, and it's just hilarious. Hilarity ensues, trust me. Uh, Good times there. Anyway, please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. It's much appreciated. Also, if you want to listen to the He Said, She Said podcast, episode 9, coming out this Tuesday, you're going to like it. Two very kind of deep, kind of somber phone calls, but very important. And uh, I think you will really enjoy this episode. That'll come out this Tuesday. If you want to be part of the He Said, She Said podcast in the future, by all means, contact myself or Ashley. Email us, DM us, let us know what time zone you're in, the best times you can record, and we'll find a way for you to record that. Hope you didn't hear that little jingle. That was uh, Olivia sending me a text, uh, which was the picture that I'm going to be posting with her. (laughs) With her uh, text, uh, with her post tomorrow on this podcast. So anyway, uh, let's get to it. Uh, There's not a lot of news to get to. uh, As you see, I released today some information about the season. Check that out. But first off, let's listen to podcast number 102 with Olivia Caridi. Okay, time for our guest. You saw her on Ben Higgins' season of The Bachelor. Now you can hear her on her own podcast, mouthing off with Olivia Caridi. It's Olivia Caridi. Hey, are you there? Are you there? Oh, shit. There you are.
1: Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, thank goodness. We've had some trouble, haven't we?
0: Yeah. I, this is for people that, you know, get you on a little inside here. Um, <laughs> Olivia and I have been trying to record the, just the opening <laughs> the opening few minutes of this podcast for probably five minutes. And, for and we keep reason, getting
1: distracted and talking about. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and FaceTime audio seems to suck. So now we're just on a regular phone call. Hopefully it won't Let's cut out. Let's
1: hope this works. I will, we'll feel it out.
0: <laughs> okay. So, Olivia, here's the deal. Yeah. I've been on your podcast, you've been on mine. We're we're coming up on about 1 year since you've been on the podcast where we did the uh where we did the live show here in Dallas at the Addison Which Improv. Which was
1: so fun. That so was fun. a
0: year ago. So it's been a That's long insane. time since I had I you on. I wish
1: I could say that like so much in my life has changed.
0: <laughs> well, it has. I mean, we're going to get uh, to that. A lot yeah. has changed since then because yeah. now going back to that. Um Okay. When we did that podcast back in November of 17, you were living in Nashville, you were building a house, and (laughs) shortly after that, all of a sudden, you were in Seattle. And So I'm sure you've gone over this a thousand times on your podcast or whatever, but uh, for people that don't know, what was the story behind you moving from Nashville to Seattle?
1: Yeah, it's actually funny because I feel like I've been pretty vague about kind of why I moved. Um but basically I was living in Nashville and um you know I had been doing since the show I had been kind of doing that no job no problem life where you know I make money on Instagram. I'm not shaming anyone who does. I did it. Um but I was kind of craving um like a 9 to 5 or more of a scheduled job and Um, I don't know if people know this, but I've been working for Delta airlines now for about two years and I just kind of never really talk about it. Um, and I had always wanted to work in the Delta sky club. Um, and I looked online and the only sky club that was hiring in the whole country was in Seattle and that Seattle happens to be the top sky club in the, in the system, so I applied, and they called me, and they flew me out and, and asked me to interview, and I got a call a couple of days later, and I just said, you know what? Screw it. I got to move to Seattle, because clearly I've been a bit of a nomad the last few years. um So that's really, there was no, no crazy thing. I just moved for work, because I needed more of a scheduled job again. So now I have that.
0: So you moved there, and obviously you left quite a what what's going on with the house in
1: so the house is still under construction um basically my mom um, is a is a huge interior decorator fanatic Uh, so she's been going back and forth she kind of took over the reins and I let her do whatever she wanted on the interior decoration standpoint and the good thing is Nashville is such a hop in city and I feel like everyone's moving there and everyone's doing their bachelorette parties there so we're just going to keep moving forward on it and maybe do like a Jojo and Jordan and flip it and rent it kind of thing. Um, and my family loves Nashville. So we're going to just kind of use it as a fun family hangout house, maybe rent out the basement. So there's a lot of options, but it's still under construction right now, moving a lot slower than we thought it was (laughs) going to move, uh, which isn't a bad thing. Um, but that's kind of it. It's still there. It's still kicking. I still get photos from the builder every day with the new things that are happening. The kitchen is, is moving along well. Uh, but but I just needed, I needed to prioritize having a job and going back to work at a specific time every day. I was just getting so sick of kind of just doing random stuff all day. that <laughs> didn't involve going to work, you know?
0: Well, one of the things that I've noticed, when did you officially make the move? When did, what month did you move to Seattle? It
1: was, uh, it was May, early May. I, I drove, I did a road trip across the country and I spent, you know, seven or eight days just kind of um, stopping at all of the places that I've always wanted to see. So I, I it was just me, and I had a couple bags of clothes in my car and a mattress, and I just hit the road. Uh, and then I started in early May. So I've been here a couple months now, which is cool.
0: So you've done that. And the other thing that I've noticed, and I'm sure mm-hmm. anybody that follows you on Instagram has noticed, <laughs> you are like a world traveler now. <laughs> like, you've been... Everywhere, like traveling, Everywhere. you're you're hiking all the time. You're taking <laughs> unbelievable photos. Is this something that you were always into, or it's because of where you live? It's and your new job well, has allowed you to.
1: I mean, I've always loved. I've always been an outdoorsy person, um and i I just felt all the time that you know we always people always talk about how Instagram's not an accurate portrayal of who you are as a person. And I always felt pressure to post, you know, these glamor shots or I don't know, whatever you call it. Um, but I've always been a big hiker and a big traveler. I've been traveling since I was little and I just decided, you know what, screw it. Like I'm starting life over and I just want to show people the things that I love to do. So I found an awesome group of, uh, women here that I hike with and, and camp with and backpack with almost every weekend. Um, and then, yeah, I've always loved traveling, which is one of the reasons why I love working for Delta. And I've just taken every op. I went to Iceland two weeks. I go to Morocco and then I come back for a few days and then I go to Berlin and then what? come back and then I go to Patagonia to hike like 50 miles through Patagonia. So I'm super pumped about <laughs> the horizon.
0: What? Are you doing this? I know you said your recent trip was with a friend or whatever. Are, uh-huh. How many of these trips are by yourself or um, none of them are?
1: So I've done a lot of solo travel. I did a solo trip to Bali this year, which was great. And I've done a lot of uh, hiking and backpacking by myself. Um, but the trip to Morocco was with a group. Um, obviously the trip to Iceland was with, Brandy Cyrus, uh, my best friend, and then my really close friend from college who happens to be an amazing wedding photographer. So um, we, so usually I'm with one or two people, but I do love solo travel and I love solo hiking and camping alone. So I've been busy.
0: I was going to say you, I I see your photos and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this woman is seriously like miss world (laughs) traveler now
1: yeah i just i'm my happiest when i'm on an airplane i find something so sexy about airplanes it's really weird but like during takeoff i'm just like so turned on it's crazy (laughs) what What? i don't know i don't know there's something really sexy about takeoff
0: i don't i I like what like what sexy about the take off.
1: It's just like how fast, how you go from zero to so fast. And then you're just like lifting up and it's hot. I don't know. It's freaking weird, but it's hot. This is,
0: uh, this is interesting. I've never heard, never heard. I mean, I obviously I know people that love to fly, but never heard it described that way.
1: Yeah. It's pretty (laughs) sexy. And so I've just spent, I have this long list of places that I've been wanting to go and, You know, dating is still just not really happening. And I'm sick. I'm just going to freak. Who cares? I'm just going to travel the world and do what I want to do. And um, so, yeah, I'm I'm just going everywhere. And and it seems people seem to be responding well. I don't really care anymore um, whether people don't like, you know, everyone says, I miss seeing your face like all of your photos are of the back of your head now. And I'm like, I could care less. So, I, I don't know. I'm just doing what I love to do and um, getting back to the basics and trying to share with people the things that I enjoy doing and
0: push people to get
1: outside and see the world. I don't know.
0: Let's take a break real quick. Talk to you about our sponsors for today's podcast. First off, we've got Mod Cloth. At Mod Cloth, there's no such thing as an ordinary outfit. Created crafted by a team of in-house designers, Mod Cloth's signature styles include hand-drawn prints, standout silhouettes, and an inclusive size range that celebrates all women. Falls in full swing at ModCloth. If you're not already curled up in a sweater, they've got you covered with cozy essentials and cute knits that won't quit. Or if you're feeling festive, be sure to check out their holiday gift guide featuring unique finds and perfect presents for everyone on your list, yourself included. Prep for those upcoming holiday parties with ModCloth's Party Boutique. Discover everything from sheer lace to luxe velvet to irresistible sparkle. Got a question about fit. Their team of mod stylists can hook you up with complimentary sizing and styling help. Obviously, this clothing is for women. I haven't tried on any mod glove clothing, but I know women that have. You go on their website, very easy to navigate. They've got a lot of good stuff on there. Dresses, even plus sizes, graphic tees, coats, blazers, A-line dresses, whatever you want, they've pretty much got. So check it out. You get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. Go to modcloth.com and enter code Steve at checkout. That's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter Steve at checkout for 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires January 5th, 2019. Also, I want to talk to you about a new sponsor, Brilliant Earth. It's the global leader in ethically sourced fine jewelry and the destination for creating your own custom engagement ring. Simply go to BrilliantEarth.com and pick from a variety of ethically sourced diamonds, gemstones, metal types, and settings. Brilliant Earth's master jewelers bring to life iconic designs with exceptional craftsmanship and quality in every piece. Create your own custom ring or pick from any of their exclusive unique designs. Brilliant Earth offers wedding rings and vintage rings, as well as earrings, bracelets, and necklaces. Brilliant Earth is passionate about cultivating a more sustainable jewelry industry. They go above and beyond by offering beyond-conflict-free diamonds along with fine jewelry crafted from recycled precious metals. Outstanding service is the hallmark of the Brilliant Earth experience, so they offer free shipping and returns on U.S. orders as well as flexible payment options from November 1st to November 5th. So today, assuming you're listening to this on Thursday when I release it, you will receive a complimentary diamond pendant with the purchase of an engagement ring. To see terms for this special offer and shop at all Brilliant Earth selections, just go to brilliantearth.com Steve. Let's get back to Olivia Caridi. You know what one of the biggest things that uh, happened with you moving out of Nashville and to Seattle which I found thoroughly disappointing was the fact that you had to sell your Taylor Swift tickets. That oh. you-
1: <laughs> I knew you were going to be mad at me about that.
0: <laughs> I know. Um, I, I,
1: yes, I had bought two Taylor Swift tickets and they were really good seats, too. Um, but I, I just couldn't get off work. And so I had to I, I sold them. But, like, Brandy was also really happy with me because I guess the Cyruses and the Swifties, there's, like, a little beef there or whatever. Oh,
0: I'm sure. I can imagine. She
1: was actually really excited because she, at first, was like, I cannot believe that you bought Taylor Swift tickets. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I didn't mean to hurt you. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, I I was offensive when I – offending the Cyrus family when I bought Taylor Swift tickets. How was it? Tell me how it was.
0: Oh, it was great. Like it was it was uh it was it was a lot of fun. I mean I, I did
1: she play um my personal favorite song is Enchanted.
0: No, she didn't.
1: <gasps> oh see I'm glad I didn't go then.
0: <laughs> well the thing is, at least at the one I went to she didn't. I mean she's got a set list that she follows, but every city there is a time in her concert where she goes acoustic and will play a Which song off was an it? old album. We Got All Too Well, which is one of my favorite Ooh, songs off the 22, song. yeah, which was my one of my favorite songs off the 22 album. But
1: Well, I'm anyway. just giving a hint to all my women out there. My best friend got married this summer and I was in her wedding and she she walked down the aisle to like an acoustic orchestra whatever version of Enchanted and it was amazing. Like my favorite ever. I'm going to walk down the aisle to it also. <laughs>
0: So. <laughs> we could probably talk Taylor Swift for a couple hours. I don't want to. I don't want to bore the audience with Taylor Swift talk. <laughs> However, um, this interview is going to be a little bit different than my past interviews because I've had you on before. If you didn't yeah. hear, if you didn't hear the live uh, podcast that we did in Dallas in November of seventeen, just go back and listen. We talked about <laughs> your time on the show and everything you went through. Like, I don't want to sit yeah. here and rehash Ben season we've been through it enough. Um, but there's a lot that has gone on.
1: The only thing that's funny is, um, they must be airing the season on like a new, I don't know what the Hulu's or the whatever's because I'm getting like a whole new round of hate coming on. Oh (laughs) boy. Yeah. So I'm like, where, where are they airing it? Where do I have to hide (laughs) from?
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Really? Yeah.
1: I posted some guy, a guy of all oh, things Oh, I
0: saw that Instagram post of the guy like yeah. literally telling you to Oh yeah, that was Oh,
1: awesome. he was like people people commit suicide cuz they listen to your podcast and that's the stuff that like 3 years ago I got every other day and I would just cry about it hysterically which I guess is an attest- a testament of my personal kind of growth where now I'm like, dude, come on. Come on.
0: (laughs) Anybody that gets that worked up over the contestants is just, I I don't get it. So
1: many people do though. And it's so funny, but yeah, but I, and I I, unintentionally, I I didn't realize that I, I mean, when I screenshotted it, I guess I had shared his, you know, Facebook thing or whatever. Um, But apparently he's, he's gone now. Like he was reported so many times. I, I used my friend's phone for their Facebook The other day just to search him and he wasn't there and I was like finally and a social media uh, site that takes their reports seriously or whatever so yeah so I was really happy about that um not that I go out to like you know get people reported and get their sites taken down but it's like you know people who speak like that to humans should not have social media in the first place so
0: oh for sure Uh, it made me
1: happy (laughs)
0: I, I, there's one thing I wanted to get to in, in terms of your traveling that I forgot to ask yeah. when we were talking about it. Of all the places you've gone to a couple questions here. One, mm-hmm. what was the best one? Like, they're probably all pretty amazing. Is there one that mm-hmm. you pick out that was just like, Oh my God, that place was, <sighs> was amazing. It's
1: tough. I went to New Zealand this year and I absolutely loved New Zealand, but Iceland, like I boarded the plane have, you know, going home from Iceland and I just sobbed like Iceland is the most incredible place I've ever been in my entire life. Okay. And it was it was just one of those places where you, you turn around a corner or you see the next thing and you're just like, holy shit, I didn't know that this could exist in a place. Um, And it just it was the people I was with and. You know, we had our little camper van that, you know, I had learned to drive stick shift the day before, and we had to drive 2,000 miles, and I was stalling out, like, every 25 seconds, um, which made the trip that much better. <laughs> it was just, we were, I don't know how we, we made it back uh, to deliver the van back in one piece, because I <laughs> I was a terrible... shift driver. Um, But Iceland is incredible. Highly recommend it to anyone. It's redonkulous. It's amazing.
0: Is there a place that as you prepared to go, you were fired up and you did it and you were like, eh. Eh, Um, a little overrated. But I liked it, but not the hype that either... I mean,
1: the freaking Blue Lagoon is your numero uno answer. The Blue Lagoon um, is it's I think it was like 92 US dollars. And it was I mean, you get the whole day in the Blue Lagoon, but it's literally it's just a hot pool. That's I mean, and maybe it's just because I when I travel, I like to do kind of the off the beaten things like not the things that everybody there, you know, there's going to be a gajillion people there at one time. So it was just like super populated. And you paid all this money and you think you're, you know, it it was advertised as you get a mud mask and one drink. And so I go to order my one drink complimentary and it's like four sips of beer. Like it was like the tiniest cup ever. Hmm. And then the mud mask, it turns out was free for everyone. So it's just things like that where everyone has to do the blue lagoon, but there are so many natural hot springs in Iceland that you can just drive your car up to and it's completely free. And it's just, it blows your mind. So if I were to tell anyone to skip something, it would be the Blue Lagoon, but so few people skip it because it's just like such an Iceland staple. That's, so I get it. If you know.
0: That's the one place in Iceland that I, that I always hear about. And yeah, you know, you the, the
1: one place everybody knows it's the one place everyone goes to. So it, it was stupid for me to even think that people wouldn't go. But in my personal experience, it was probably the thing that we were, we regretted doing the most. So, but you know, it is what it is. It's fine.
0: Well, I want to switch gears here for a little bit. Since since you were last on, you've Mm -hmm. had some pretty, uh, heavy podcasts. I would say, (laughs) uh, one being with Michelle money and one being with Taylor Nolan, who who came on this podcast. I want to talk about the Taylor one real quick or not even real quick, but just, uh, The Taylor one was interesting to me because I knew behind the scenes, because you and I are friends and we've talked about this stuff a gazillion times and you shared a lot with me. I knew about it, but I knew you had never talked about it publicly. So when you went on and you talked with Taylor, I was like, oh, wow, I'm talking about it (laughs) for the first time. And, you know, for those that don't know the story of what went down, um, do you mind going over it and sharing it again?
1: I mean... Essentially what happened was um, Derek and I had, uh, when was this? This was a long time ago. We had kind of connected the same way that some people connect on social media or, or from the show. Yeah. We started talking here and there. Um, he came out to New York and spent, I think it was like four or five days there. And we just kind of hit it off. Like romantically, we spent a couple days together and. Uh, he left, I think he, he was living, this feels like a hundred years ago. He was living in Iowa at the time. He goes home, you know, we FaceTime every day or so. And then he says fly out to Arizona and spend the weekend with some of my college friends. So I fly to Arizona. We're like, you know, coupley there, whatever. Um, I love all of his friends from Arizona who I'm still friends with to this day. Um, and then he goes to some music festival and I go home to New York where I was living at the time. Um, and mind you, like we were never in an exclusive relationship or anything of the sort. And I'm never even going to say that we were, um, and it was like a short, you know, a short thing. It was only like a few weeks, but, um, basically I didn't hear from him for a couple of days. And then I get a text from him breaking up with me, which I don't believe in breaking up with people over a text at all anyway. Um, But he basically said, look, like, I can't get over the fact that you did the show and I don't want to date someone who's done the show or I don't want to date Bachelor Nation. Like, I just want to get rid of Bachelor Nation entirely and put it behind me. So meanwhile, like, I'm friends with a couple of the girls from the show. Taylor Nolan is one of my friends and I told her about this. And so then, lo and behold, uh, testing for Paradise comes around and I find out that, Derek is going on the show. And I definitely was a little bit hurt by that. I just felt like, you know, what the heck? Like if you want to break up with me, that's fine, but don't give me some bullshit reason. And then turn and the, I mean, testing for the show was was very soon after I got that text from him. So it was it just felt like it was a bullshit excuse and it was hurtful. And then, you know, he didn't say anything um, before he went on the show. And then I think you were the one that told me, um, you know, and, and, I had talked to Taylor before going and she, you know, I, I, I didn't say don't date him or anything like that. I just was like venting to a girlfriend the way anyone would. Yeah. And, um, you know, she never said I'm not going to date him or anything like that, but you know, it, I find out from you that they're engaged and I was kind of like, Whoa, that's interesting, <laughs> especially when I haven't heard from either of them. Um, and so that's kind of how it happened and then they got engaged and, I never spoke to either of them until she reached out to me when I moved to Seattle. And uh, they weren't broken up at that point yet, but things were like certainly rocky with them at that point, I think so. So that's kind of what it was. It wasn't anything super dramatic, but I just felt like I was kind of lied to and um, you know, things like that. Like, just be truthful. And I felt like no one was being truthful to me. And then I felt like it was a little, not like a girl code thing, but just kind of like, oh, I wish you guys had talked to me about that or like me- messaged me and said, hey, this is what's happening or anything like that.
0: Well, and, you know, for the record, for people that maybe, I don't know, don't believe or whatever the case may be, like I saw the texts from Derek. Yeah. And it was... Yeah. I told you at the time I was like, this is bullshit like yeah <laughs> I mean I don't even yeah. know how to it's it was ridiculous when I read yeah. it I was like oh my gosh, I can't believe this is how yeah, this guy well, is I mean, ending he, it with he kind
1: of he kind of messaged me a little bit after some stuff had come out on your site and said some some nasty things to me. And I just was like, look, I was hurt. You know, I wasn't, I I never went to some outlet and said any crazy stuff about you, but you know, I just confirmed what was brought up and then, yeah, I felt hurt. I felt like, you know, why, why couldn't you just be honest with me? And, you know, he felt like I was. He took the stance of
0: downplaying your he took the stance of downplaying how close you guys were almost like, Oh God, we only oh, went out yeah. a couple of times or something like that. It's like, look, will you spend yeah, a weekend together but, with somebody and then fly her out to meet your friends? You know? Yeah.
1: And like, you know, it, it, we weren't in some deep, serious relationship. It wasn't like it, I, he, he made it sound like, you know, you're just mad that I broke up with you, which wasn't what it was. I, I just think you're, you shouldn't break up with a girl over a text message and you shouldn't give a crazy BS excuse. And he, you know, he said, I, I just changed my mind. That's fine. You know, but then just say, Hey, Liv, like, I know this might be jarring for you to see, but I've had a change of heart and I want to go on the show and I want to date someone from the show or whatever. And, and so, so yeah, like we weren't in a full fledged relation. No, no part at all. But, but I just, I value honesty and especially like, I was very honest about how the show had impacted me and how I just was looking for someone I could trust. And, and so, yeah, so it was a little bit disappointing. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, we haven't spoken since and he'll, he'll continue to downplay the relationship, which is fine or whatever it was. It wasn't even a relationship, but, and that's his thing and that's fine, but I just value honesty and I felt like I didn't get, you know, the truth. So.
0: Well, once yeah. you got to Seattle and you connected with Taylor, she was still engaged to Derek at the time. So yeah. when yeah. I saw that happening and I saw that you guys were hanging out, I was like, oh, this is interesting because I know that sure there was did. some there was some beef there or there was some like you felt a little betrayed by her, but because like she you she knew the story of what Derek had done to you that then she still went out and got engaged to him. Right. But she has every right to do, but it's yeah. still a little head-scratching yeah. on your end to be like, hey, uh, did you listen to anything I said? But, you know. So when, yeah, I mean, so when she I reached think, out to her, what happened? Like, how did you guys repair that?
1: Yeah. So basically I came to Seattle to interview for, for the sky club position. And, um, she, I had posted that I was at some restaurant, and she had still followed me at the time. So I got a message from her saying, Hey, um, I see you're in Seattle. Um, I'd love to have a, and we have not, we had not spoken in months up until this message. And, I said, yeah, you know, I'm here for a job interview and I'm I'm actually leaving tonight. But um, if I get the job, I'd love to have a meal with you when I get to Seattle. Like, it was very pleasant. Um, and I ended up getting the job. I drove out here and she was I, I said, hey, do you want to have lunch? And she said, yes. And, we, you know, I was kind of nervous at first. So I was babbling on about who knows what. And she finally said, Olivia, I want to talk about what happened. And I said, yeah, sure. And, you know, she, she expressed, you know, that she really did want to talk to me, but that she was too scared and that she felt bad, but, you know, she wanted to respect her relationship and, and not, you know, communicate with me, which was fine. And, you know, we had like a really nice, adult conversation and I got to express where I felt hurt and and she got to express where she felt hurt because you know I too probably reacted poorly in some ways and said things I shouldn't have said because I was angry um so yeah we and and she helped me find an apartment and she extended herself to me so gracefully when I moved here and and I told her I was like, you can talk about your relationship. Like I'm not, this is not weird anymore. By that point, I was so over Derek, and you know, it, it wasn't even about him anymore. So, um, we definitely like had a lot of conversations about this topic, and and we had to work past some stuff. Um, but she has shown me like that she's truly a great friend, and and I I tried to be there for her throughout this whole breakup and I never made it about me and it was never weird and she could talk about him as freely as she wanted and so that's kind of she just apologized she she and she apologized and I could tell that she meant it and and she could tell that I meant it when I apologized for some of the things that I did wrong and so you know I, as adults like there's no reason for me to hold grudges I don't even hold a grudge against Derek I just you know I just was like at the time just kind of confused why I, it, had to be some weird lie.
0: You know what I mean? What did, what was Derek's thought when you and Taylor started becoming, you know, kind of besties or whatever? Um, I'm sure he wasn't I don't, thrilled. I
1: don't think he was super comfortable with it. No, yeah. I don't think he was, but she said like, I'm sorry, this is how it's going to be. Um, I care about Olivia and I I'm glad she's here and I want to be friends with her. And you just have to respect that. Like I let you have your friends and you have to let me have my friends, but you know, I was never around when they talked, but um, I don't think he was thrilled with it. Yeah. But I don't really care.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's
1: not my problem. <laughs> yeah, and
0: their breakup. I mean, to be clear, their breakup had yes, nothing to do with you broken being up,
1: friends. So and,
0: and they had nothing. And it had nothing to do with you guys being friends. I'm or sure. I'm like sure
1: that. he was. I'm sure he would like to say that I had something to do with their breakup. I'm sure he would love to say that, but that's not the truth at all. Um, and I've been there with her every step of the way and it's been really hard for her and really upsetting. And, um, you know, we, but bo- we both learned a lot <laughs> through our times. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that we had to move past, but we're both in such different places now. Like by the time I moved here to Seattle, I had already, you know, been in a relationship with someone and, and it was so, so it just it didn't impact me the way that people probably think it did, if that makes any sense.
0: One final advertiser to talk to you about, Poshmark. Instead of buying new things, head to Poshmark to shop from millions of closets across America. Poshmark, easiest way to buy and sell fashion items. Download the free Poshmark app to shop from tons of brands across women's, kids, and men's. You're not going to believe the deals you find on this, like Louis Vuitton bags for $300. They've got Victoria's Secret products on there, Banana Republic on there, Ralph Lauren stuff on there. They have it, trust me. Shipping is super fast and easy for both the buyer and the seller and is handled all through the Poshmark app. When you see something that you want, simply make the seller an offer so you can get items at a price that works for you. Need to clean out your closet? Listing on Poshmark is easy. Upload pictures of your stuff to the app, you set a price, and then ship to the lucky buyer. No more waiting in line at your local thrift store just to leave empty-handed. It's easy. You go on their app, check it out. Like I said, just looking at the women's stuff, and I know this, is, you know, this will pertain to a lot of you who are listening, so many good things on here. Some of it's used, some of it's brand new, but very easy to find very easy to go through. And like I said, if you want your own clothes that you want to get rid of and make a little money off it, by all means, post it on there. It's simple to do and you can make money off it. So today you can get $5 off your first purchase. When you enter the invite code reality, Steve, when you sign up, just download the Poshmark app, sign up and enter the code reality, Steve for $5 off your first purchase. Now let's get back to Olivia Caridi uninterrupted for the remainder of the podcast the other person that you did a podcast with that was pretty deep was yeah. you had Michelle on and right. it was a while ago. So my memory is a little bit foggy. Can you yeah. um remind me? I know, I know it did touch on a lot of your, well, the, the whole villain angle, because you guys were both yeah. portrayed as villains on the show, but more so about how the show affected you post-show and, insecurities and 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 stuff like that um is that something that you still I I know I know it's you've gotten better with it but yeah is it something that still affects you and and what were these insecurities that you had or still I mean
1: it's it's crazy to me and it's something I actually just was on Taylor's podcast again talking about my, my, I'm back in therapy, which is great by the way, team therapy. Um, but yeah, no, it was, um, I had my first therapy appointment and, um, you know, the, the first appointment is kind of the whole thing of just telling your entire story. And of course the bachelor is a big part of my story. And she, she just outright said, it's crazy how your body language and your demeanor changes when you talk about the bachelor. And um, it's not something that's ever really going to go away, but I need to get past like the anger and the resentment. And, you know, the, it it's caused like this debilitating fear for me when it comes to like meeting new people, being in public, having, you know, positive relationships with people. Like it, it's just something that, I will have to work through for a long time, I think. And so yeah, I I had a pretty great podcast with Michelle, who's someone who did go through similar, uh, a similar experience. And, you know, has, she has, she's older than me. She's, you know, has experience with life. And she gave me just really good tips about how to not be so insecure about, myself and and how to forgive when you know that you're never going to get an apology and all of these really important powerful concepts that my young mind probably just hasn't figured out yet
0: (laughs) what what was your biggest or is your biggest insecurity
1: um i think i think it's, it's just my body it's the same thing it's the same thing that went on during the show and um and then i'm i'm just super insecure about romantic relationships i just feel like everyone around me is you know i, I always say you, you are like you surround yourself with the friends that you want to keep and all of my friends i'm like literally the last single friend in my in my life and um it's it's not like i've had romantic relationships with people but i i'm like i'm i'm a runner i i don't let people in i have this like ridiculous wall that is impenetrable basically. And instead of facing some deep seated issues in my life, I just hop on planes and travel. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, no, it's, it's something that it's, it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long haul. It's going to be fun, but, um, that's why I'm lucky to have Taylor. Like she's not my therapist, but she definitely therapizes me a lot, (laughs) which I really need. (laughs) So. It's super helpful.
0: When you say, like, you have insecurities about your body, I think there are a lot of people listening that would totally disagree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, we're not talking about, you know, the stupid thing that came up with the cankles on, on Ben's season or oh, whatever. God. No, we're not talking <laughs> about that. Like, I, what is it that you are insecure about? Because I, I think, like I said, there's a lot of people that don't see that when they, when they see you. So what in particular is it?
1: I think it's just in general, um, without getting into like the history of my life, like I was, as I've said before, I was really obese as a kid and, um, and it's, it's always weight has always been a struggle for me. Like I can fluctuate five pounds here, five pounds there, like constantly, no, no matter what I do. Um, and I, I just feel like I always have that ugly duckling mentality and it, it goes beyond my body. I mean, it goes, I'm, I'm not good at talking to new people. I, I just find myself to always be like the ugly duck, uh, the ugly duckling or the odd man out or the one that no one wants to hang out with. And it's just really weird. And it's something that like, I am so committed to figuring it, figuring it out. Like I'm, back in therapy. And I'm a total believer in, in like taking medication if you need it. And so I'm going back to a psychiatrist and figuring that out. And, Hmm. um, yeah, it's not, I'm not ashamed to talk about it. And it was there before the show. Um, but it's just, it's been heightened and, um, it's, it's weird. Like I even, it's just weird when you're under a microscope and, I know that I have a responsibility to share myself with people and I do get messages from people every day thanking me for my vulnerability and my authenticity. But I don't know, sometimes it just feels like this. It's, it's just, it's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of work, a lot of introspective
0: work. I know that recently you posted something. Well, we talked about, you You talked about the guy who sent the message yeah. watching the show <laughs> overseas or whatever. And then, And then the other day, something about acne, and I guess you took some shit for that. What happened with that?
1: (laughs) Oh, I just posted. There's this new Netflix show called The Haunting of Hill House or something, and I had posted a video of myself just saying, "Hey, Instagram, can you help me um, decide whether I should watch the show?" And I'm I'm nervous, and um, I had I I just had a bunch of zits on my face, which I always do because I have acne but um I posted this little gif and I it said something like I have more zits than friends and then I was just bombarded by messages from women saying that I was shaming women who have acne and I was being a bad influence for women uh, by acknowledging my acne and you know people wish that they looked like you so how dare you Uh, draw attention to your perfect face or things like that and usually I don't respond but uh, as what did Rachel Lindsay used to say I had time today and I I just like lost it because I'm so sick of this concept and I love having a platform and I love like sharing myself with people but it's like I can't be constantly put on this pedestal where like I, I can't talk about things without like you know somehow shaming someone it's just crazy especially considering like i've done accutane i've been on spironolactone which is like this this hormonal uh, medication for 6 years like acne's always been a problem for me so i'm like how am i shaming people <laughs> when i'm it seems yeah my
0: it almost seems like people were looking for something to get on your case about yeah probably probably. people that already disliked you because that's that's not something that I mean if you were if that's what the original message was which I didn't see I did Mm -hmm. see the videos of you watching the show and screaming Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) it is a terrifying show but it is great and I highly recommend it for anyone
0: was was the part that you were screaming at was the part you were screaming at the part where Alon showed up did you is that the (laughs) was was that the part where you like whoa shows up
1: yeah. I get
0: nightmares. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I I know that. I, I mean, I only saw that because I saw it on Twitter um, that he's in a scene on that show, or maybe it's more than one oh, scene. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's, oh. he's in it.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, I thought that was a joke. Oh, I no. I thought no. that was a really good joke. No,
0: he's <laughs> in it. So you obviously haven't seen the whole thing yet.
1: No, I'm on, I, but the problem is I can only watch it during the daylight hours <laughs> or else um, you're having nightmares. and I work. Yeah. I work during the day. So I have oh. my one day off a week and that's my day for haunting of Hill house. So I'm on episode like three because I have to, after every episode, I have to like take a break and like watch a funny video of puppies or something. So like, <laughs>
0: okay, no, he's, he's in it because I've seen someone take a screenshot of it and put it on social Ooh. media. But it oh, looks like he's I'm just in like a
1: to find out.
0: He just shows up at a door he's not in any sort of I, don't, I have no idea about is the show he, if it's is a, he like ghost. a ghost? No, a I, it just ghost? looks like he's a a person oh. who's delivering something to a door. I don't know, I'm just going off the picture. Oh,
1: I I'm going to watch it all night even if I never sleep again yeah. just to wait <laughs> for the point that I see Elon.
0: Yeah. No, he's <laughs> in it. he I think he must know the people who directed it or whatever, but yeah, he's in. Yeah. I think it's just that scene. I don't think he's a character in it other than that's crazy. Hey, I'm here to drop something off, but yeah, no, yeah, no, he's in it. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, back to the I mean, acne thing. Like you obviously weren't out to
1: no, shame no. anybody.
0: And for somebody to go after you for something like that, it's just like, come on.
1: No, it let's... was just funny because I, I was like, I woke up, I looked in the mirror and, and I made a joke to myself. Like I'm pretty, I didn't say I have more zits than friends, but I, I said something to the effect of something about my zits <laughs> And I was just posting a video, and I thought, oh, that that gif is funny. It totally describes my life. But I never thought that. But but like, I'm sure everyone with social media deals with stuff like this. Like, I'm not saying I'm an, an anomaly here, but um, it's just sometimes you're like, God, can I? I just why why do I have to be like the keeper of of all of the the influence for women? Like, I'm, just let me joke about my acne. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> so so yeah, it's kind of like a can't win situation. Um, but for all the people, you know, who there's a very few people who would give me a hard time, but you know, especially after I posted the, the photo of the guy, the message from the guy, like there was just an overwhelming amount of love and, um, and that's what, that's what helps me like through this whole kind of journey, um, post show is like, And even who was I? Oh, I was podcasting with, uh, Angela the other day, Angela Mescua from, uh, paradise.
0: Oh, Clay's girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Clay's
1: girlfriend. And, and, you know, she said, even after paradise, like I, my mind was just so messed up. Like it's just such, it's a crazy experience where you're so emotionally toyed with that. It's just such a powerful thing that kind of permeates your brain for a, a time being. And, Unfortunately, mine has just been, it's taken a little bit longer than other people to um, get over, but it's not even as much about the show anymore as it is just about dealing with kind of the after effects of it. So
0: is there things that trigger it? Is there certain triggers that whether it's on the show or something, somebody saying something to you on social media?
1: I, I think it's just, it's just the, the concept. It's still this weird concept that there's millions of people out there who think I'm like a crazy psycho bitch. And, um, and it rarely like rears its head, but it's just a weird concept to think about, you know, it's like, if you, if you put a hundred people in a room and you said, Oh, here's Olivia from the bachelor, there's all these people who've never met me before who say, Oh yeah, she's crazy. She talks about her kangles. It's just like, it's a strange concept that I never have been quite able to grasp. Um, And then, yeah, it's just the weird social anxieties that I get now, like being in public places. And even if people aren't even talking about me, I feel like anyone who's whispering is talking about me. And um, so, yeah, it's just it's it's all in my mind, which clearly as anyone who has watched the show knows like I'm I'm very much in my head a lot and um, it ends up kind of affect hurting me more than it helps me. But um, yeah, so it's all it's all my stuff. It's all stuff I have to work on. Um, I mean, the show has nothing to do with it anymore. So,
0: but when you were on the show, there was a lot that, um, I know that you went through.
1: Oh yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, and and the reason, the only reason I posted that message from that guy is just to make it clear that like, when I, when I say, you know, people, I get messages from people all the time. You check out what people are saying about you on Reddit. And I'm like, ugh. And, you know, people will say that I play the victim or that I, um, I just need to get over it. Like the message that I got from that guy were messages that I got every single day when I was on the show. And until people really see the extent of like, what is said to people, you can't say I'm a victim or I just need to like, shove it away in a hole somewhere like it that that kind of stuff is powerful and it stays with you for a long time and and uh that's the only reason I posted it was just because I wanted I want to see like the extent that people go to sometimes and that I'm not making excuses that this is this was something that really really affected me and it's something that I have to work through on my own. So,
0: and we yeah. talked about this when you were on the podcast last year was you know post show you were getting death threats you were getting oh yeah, I mean it was really bad like people were taking your character from that show and you oh, know, and you admit it and you yeah. admitted that your your behavior wasn't the greatest and you just didn't no. get along and you know, in that particular situation, you just you never fit into that particular situation, so no. yeah, you did awkward things and
1: oh, I was so freaking awkward. I was like a <laughs> damn mess in there, but You know, the one thing I I stick to is like, I felt awkward. I was definitely like uh, trying. I was a little competitive, but I never out of my, I I never tried to go out of my way to be mean ever. And the one time that I said something mean, I don't even remember if it aired this way, but I felt horrible about it. And I apologized immediately. Like, I'm not a malicious person. I might be supremely awkward and very uh, in my head and a huge overthinker, but there's no part of me that loves to actively be spiteful or mean to anyone. Um, and I, I don't recall a single moment where I went out of my way to, to bash someone else or, or talk horribly about someone else. So so and I still stick to that. And that's still something that I'm really proud of. But it's just this strange concept that there's all these people in the world who think I'm a crazy person. And, and they're in they're in the UK. They're in the in New Zealand like they're everywhere. And it's just nuts, you know?
0: Yeah. And it got, I mean, it got bad for you after yeah. the show. Like, yeah. I, I know that, you know, we briefly touched on it when last year, but I mean, you were in a pretty bad depression for yeah. a month or so after the show or while it was airing. Right.
1: Yeah. It felt like it was, and yeah, after the show, it was that whole kind of numb feeling when like, what the hell just happened to me? What did I just do? And then um, and then after the show, like as the show was airing, it was just awful. And it's funny, actually, because I was backing up my phone um, the other day because I got a new phone and I had all these screenshots of text messages from my producer way back when. And I was texting her, you know, worried being like, oh, my God, how are they going to portray me? And it was just so weird looking back at those messages of her being like, oh, you don't have to worry at all about how you're being portrayed. Like, those girls bullied you, and you were fine. And it's just so weird reading those messages and being like, how freaking manipulative that is. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it was trippy.
0: Well, she obviously knew what she was doing, and I think there's a part of you that probably put too much – Trust Trust into her.
1: It was just funny reading those messages from me, like thinking that what she was saying was true, you know, that, oh, yeah, you're you're going to there. Everyone's going to know that you were bullied and all this stuff. And then to see how it actually went, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so insane. (laughs) Like, what the heck? So but yeah, I mean, that was when I was sending those text messages, that was the point where it was like you know freaking awful couldn't wake up couldn't go to bed couldn't sleep couldn't get out of bed it was just a damn nightmare but but that's what's also cool about seeing that message from that guy is seeing how much growth you know that I can laugh at that stuff now like I can be like dude go go swim upstream you know i don't got time for this <laughs>
0: well, ba- yeah back 3 or 4 years ago during the show if you would have oh, gotten that yeah. message it would have you know
1: oh destroyed me and i got those every day like every hour so and, and it was insane but and i still get little things here and there and it's just so cool that i can laugh at it now you know and even is, the it's crazy
0: is there anything that still triggers you a little bit like when you get something like a message that really I mean, I, I hate to, I hate to actually ask this because if you answer it, honestly, there might be a jerk off out there that goes and does it. So <laughs> <You're> always fine. <laughs> um, but is there something out there that really, you know, kind of gets to you still and where would be like, God, it's fucking just ruins my day.
1: Um, I, in general, I hate the word crazy. Like I, I, I hate being called Crazy that really annoys me because I mean, I might be kooky sometimes, but I'm not crazy. And I don't know why that word bothers me, but it just drives me insane. Mm. Um, And then I think like sometimes, you know, even someone like Amanda Stanton, who, you know, we had our thing on that, like, she's been on my podcast. She's a friend of mine. We talk. So I hate when like, sometimes I will comment on my friend's pictures and be like, Amanda, you look beautiful. And people will comment and be like, you're a bitch. Or you, what are you doing here? You don't get to talk to her. And I'm like, you know, we're we're friends. Like we've all moved on from this stuff. Like, you know, so it's, and Amanda's great. She'll always comment back and be like, yo, me and Olivia are friends. Shut up. So, so it's fine. But that's the kind of stuff that annoys me too, is this concept of like, I'm always going to be the one who, who isn't in the, or can't be, the cool one or can't be nice that I just have this, this stigma attached to me that I'm the crazy one or, or whatever. So that, that bothers me. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, just the concept that it bothers me that the show is still so much of, you know, just my life in general, like in public. And I had been seeing this one guy for a little bit here and um, we broke up, but I saw one of his friends at a party And she was telling me that he was going around everyone saying he's dating Olivia from the bachelor. And I'm just like, seriously, (laughs) like what, like this is a quantifier of who I am as a person, like Olivia from the bachelor. Like, why can't you just be dating Olivia, the person who I like? He
0: was, he was saying this when you guys were dating, he was telling people. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is just something that irks me because I don't, you know, I, if I'm dating you, I don't say, oh yeah, I hear I'm dating reality Steve. Like, no, huh. I'm dating Steve or, or just yeah. things like that, where it's like, why, why do we have to quantify people or, or, or things like that? I don't know. That just irks me for whatever reason. Oh no.
0: Trust me. Um, I've dealt with it. Obviously I, I was never on this show, no. but the, you know, there is a, uh, and I'm not a celebrity by any means, but I am, a pub- you are. I am I a mean, public figure. Right. Well, it's yeah. a yeah. It's a it's a public figure thing, and I have been out with women that um, seem to be more interested in dating Reality Steve than yeah. Steve Carbone. So it sucks, right. you know. Yeah. Um, you
1: know, if I'm if I'm if I'm I'm using your name, if I'm talking about my new guy I'm dating with a group of friends, I say, yeah, I'm dating Steve Carbone. He's a great guy. He has a website, whatever. But I don't say like, oh yeah, I'm dating Reality Steve from Reality Steve. <laughs> like it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense, and it make like diminishes and minimizes the person that you're speaking of to me. Oh, so, for
0: sure. I don't think it's yeah. just to you. I think anybody in the franchise would probably feel that way. And I've, right? You know, I, I've, you know, become friends with you. I've become friends with uh, other people in the franchise, and I've, I've said this to pretty much everybody that I feel that I'm the closest to in the franchise. And I'm just like, I'll, I'll tell you all the same thing and I'll say it publicly. Like I don't give a shit. You're Olivia from the bachelor. I'm more interested in Olivia Caridi. Like I don't care that you were on the show. Um, I, this is obviously the show is my job and I write about it. Um, but I think I write about it differently than anybody else who covers it because I write about it in terms of the behind the scenes stuff the spoilers, I don't write about, oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that JoJo and Jordan got engaged at the end of this. Like, I don't care about <laughs> them getting engaged. I don't write that way. I will never come across that way. I write, uh, I think, in a different way, but um, yeah, I don't I don't care if I ever hang out with someone from this show or meet them. It's just like, I, I care more about the person than yeah. the, the, the person on the show, the character right. on the show. And right, right. I just wish other people and obviously I know that there are fans out there that don't look at it that way. Right. (laughs) One being your ex-boyfriend who called you Olivia from the bachelor. Like that's ridiculous. That's that's like completely disrespectful. Number one. I mean, it just diminishes you. you. It puts you in a, it puts you in a little box. Like really? That's who I am.
1: And we had already like long broken up. There were other things where I was like, no, this isn't going to work. But, but just the fact that I'm like, I'm at a party and Seattle in general is a really small town. Um, like everybody kind of knows things about everyone. So, so she, she was the one who said, yeah, you've been, you were dating this one guy. And I said, yeah. And, and, um, it had been long since we were over, but she just told me that. And my heart just sank because I was like, is this always going to be like how it is where I can't just be the girl you're dating named Olivia? Like, <laughs> it's just crazy.
0: Yeah. yeah I don't so. get it. Well, I mean, it's it's such a weird concept. I mean, it's it's something that I guess, you know, and the people, the contestants that I have uh, befriended or become acquaintances with, they do all kind of say the same thing. Like it is tough dating once you get off the show, because there are there are ulterior motives from other people that you're wondering, do they really like me or do they like the fact mm-hmm. that they are dating someone from the show and will get attention? And yeah,
1: absolutely. And that's like, even when I did Caitlin's podcast, like Jason was talking about that where he was like, you know, now I go on dates and, and it's even worse for him. Cause he's like America's America's dude. And he's like, it's even hard for me. Like, how do I know if people want to just go out with Jason or if they even know anything about me? So it's a weird concept. And it's something I still figure out. Like, do I, do I want someone who knows about it or do I want someone who doesn't know anything? And I I will figure it out. I don't really know. Yeah. We'll see.
0: Yeah. It's, I think it's different for everybody, but yeah, you got to have that going in knowing that there's somebody out there that, or they could be lying to you like, Oh, I don't really know much. And the whole time they're totally like, Oh my God, I'm dating Jason from the bachelor or whatever. (laughs) Right. (laughs) About yeah, lie. well,
1: especially if it's him because he yeah everybody wants him but um but yeah no it's just life is good life is fine it's just i don't know i'm just a complicated little bird <laughs> and uh this mm. bird has a lot of work to do so no
0: well, i i mean i get it i mean i appreciate you opening up and, and sharing yeah. that again i know you have on other podcasts and whatnot but um i think when we spoke last year we didn't get into we kind of danced around the Derek stuff I remember that yeah because I mean, it's it wasn't really because like... because Taylor and Derek were engaged at that point you were just like I'm, we're not gonna get into it now because he's yeah engaged to somebody but I knew what the story was and um but now that it's out there and you've spoken about it with her publicly and I, but it is a yeah. good story because it did it, it was it was awkward I was looking at it as an outsider know, knowing what I knew and looking at it from the outside and seeing Instagram and seeing you guys were hanging out. I was like, Whoa, okay.
1: Right. You know, I mean, yeah, it it was honestly, as I told her, like I was more irked by, by her than I was by Derek, you know, like it wasn't even about him. It was more of just like, I had told her I, my, these feelings and the things that I had felt and, and I, she did, like she made it really tough on him. She, you know, he definitely had to pursue her pretty hard from what I, had heard. Um, so she definitely took what I had said and kind of, you know, and she felt for him on her own volition and, and they did have, you know, whatever they had. And, and I can't, you know, it was never a situation where I thought Derek was my husband and (laughs) like, yeah, there was no agreement that we were going to go on paradise together. It was nothing like that. I just was hurt by that. The, the reasoning and that text message and like the reasoning behind it. I just, it would. It didn't make any sense to me. And then to turn around and and be testing for paradise, like that was literally the only thing. And if he had texted me about it and, and said, you know, I'm really sorry, like, but that never happened. And then I I genuinely believe that she was afraid to talk to me about it. She was afraid to approach me. And I'm not necessarily the I'm I'm pretty fairly intimidating person. So I understand especially when her her fiance at the time, you know, probably didn't want us to communicate at all. So I get it. And, um, and I've been there for her throughout this, this breakup, and, and it's been really hard on her. And it's, you know, it's, it's more a testament to forgiveness and, and the power of, you know, female friendships and stuff. Like I had to look, I had to look at the whole situation and say, my friendship with her means more than any of this BS that I'm, we were even concerned about a couple months ago or a year ago or whatever. So, so yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: I remember when she was on the podcast with me, she was, you could tell she was still affected by. uh,
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's brutal. It's impossible. And I mean, and she still gets messages from people saying, are you guys still together? Like it it sucks. It's no fun. And, And I, There's been no awkwardness with, I've, I told her from the beginning, like, you can be completely open and honest with me about, and I'm going to be totally unbiased. And I literally, at this point, like there's, I have nothing against, I I don't even, it's like, he doesn't even exist in my world. I don't even know who he is, but, um, but yeah, I mean, certainly at the time I did feel, uh, hurt, but yeah, I mean, I want to make it obvious. Like I'm never, I have never sat here saying we were betrothed or (laughs) that, he was the love of my life or that we had agreed to go on paradise together. It was never, ever like that. I just, I wish that people would say what they mean and mean what they say and talk to each other in person and look at each other in the eye and, and express how they feel and not just freaking send text messages with a bunch of blabber about nothing. Um, and that's why I was pissed, yeah. you know? And then I, you know, so anyway, but yeah, I mean, me and her are great, and and all is well, and and she's she's happy, she's getting back to life and figuring it out. But certainly, yeah, it's been it's been a fun couple months for for all the peoples.
0: And she was honestly one of my favorite guests in the last six months, probably yeah, that I had she's on. She's fabulous. She was great. Yeah, she Her was...
1: brain, her brain is really incredible, and she's she's so mature and so well spoken, and. Um, and and she's just a very generous person. I mean, I cannot express to you how, I mean, she gave me so much advice on where to live. And she, she took me to places and, and showed me apartments and she has introduced me to all of her friends and she's just super generous and she loves Seattle so much. And she's been a great tour guide for me, taking me to all the best places. And so, yeah, and in a way, like, I don't know if our friendship could have been uh the where the, the at the place where it is now without all of that happening. So I'm not I'm not bitter about it. It's all good. It's all good in the hood.
0: Okay, I want to switch gears here for a little bit and we're going to have yeah. a little fun. Yeah. Um and I and I, I I did this recently with family and friends and I just wanted to do it with you because I heard this on a radio show out here. Okay. It's it's riddles but it's like math. Are you good at math at all? I'm terrible at oh, math. Oh, this is going to be fun. Okay. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh no. Okay, so
0: let's do the first one. I thought this was easy, but this stumped a lot of people. So Okay. And you get one guess because I think oh. the first guess is where everyone gets it wrong and then they're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, totally, totally." So you get one guess.
1: Okay.
0: Here's the riddle. Okay. An older brother is four years old. His younger brother is half his age. When the older brother is one hundred, how old is the younger brother? Fifty. <laughs> that's that's the first answer that everybody gives, and no, that's what not the right it? answer. So the Wait, older...
1: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know I guessed already, but do I have time to think about it? I mean, it? yeah, well,
0: that was, well, yeah, I didn't want okay. you to guess until you did think okay. about it. but I'm going
1: to talk it out in my mind. You ready? God, so,
0: yeah. okay,
1: so he's older, he's four. His brother is half his age. He's two. So his brother is two.
0: So when the older brother is 100, how old is the younger brother?
1: What is 100 divided by two? <laughs> two times, two times five is 10. <laughs> And then and then what? oh my god wait five, let me do what?
0: it hold on 100 <laughs> times 2 is 0 0 1 100 no that's what? not right <laughs> uh, <clears throat> what's the answer okay it's that's why i guess this is a riddle i'm i'm amazed at how many people miss this but when i tell you the answer you're going to be like Holy shit! Okay, so the older brother is four. The younger brother is half his age. The younger brother's two. When the older brother's a hundred, how old is the younger brother? He's ninety. 50. No, he's ninety-eight. He's the older brother's four, and if you... if you have a sister who's two years <laughs> younger than you, when you're when you're a hundred, your sister is going to be half your age. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: minus two. I know. Did everyone say fifty? Pretty, pretty, much. I, a,
0: oh no, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Pretty much everybody's first answer is oh, fifty. That's
1: because that's because of the way you say it. When you say half his age, yeah.
0: But it's still like okay, oh, but the sure. older brother, but four years old and two. If you would have just said because you got a younger sister, she, she's how much? How many years younger than you is she? She's two years younger than me. Yeah. If I would have said, if I would have said, when you're a hundred, how old is Paige going to be? You would have known the answer. Paige is ninety-eight. <laughs> or maybe you would have said fifty. I don't know.
1: Uh, oh my god i've never felt dumber
0: <laughs> that's why i was
1: oh that's why i was dying because you, you were doing all this math
0: you were doing all this <laughs> math of subtracting and multiplying a hundred times two did oh you god.
1: hear me say that a hundred times two is, is zero 100? well i
0: thought you said it was zero
1: <laughs> i said it was a hundred uh, <laughs> okay. okay by the way i i barely passed there's this thing called the Texas Assessment of Math and Skills or something like that. It was like – I think it was the middle school – I failed it three times.
0: Oh, geez. And that was middle
1: school math. That was like 10 plus half of 10 equals 8. Okay. You know, like, it was bad. So All that's right. where I'm at. I'm really sorry, everyone. All I'm right. Really
0: here, here's number two. I'm afraid to ask this one. Oh, there's more? Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Here we go. This one is just – I know. I, I have a feeling I know what your first answer is going to be, because it's most people's first answer. Okay. But it's not, ho- it, this is more, it's riddly, but it's more math. Um, okay. Okay. So a bottle of water and a chocolate bar cost $11 total. Mm-hmm. The chocolate bar is $10 more than the bottle of water. How much is the bottle of water? <laughs> Bottle of water. And this isn't, I'm not, tr- nothing that I said there in the sentence is tricky. So it's more of this, this is just straight math.
1: Okay. So bottle bottle of water and. Your total is. 11. 11.
0: $11. The bottle
1: of water is $10 more than the chocolate.
0: No, chocolate so bar cho- ten, Chocolate bar is $10 more than the okay. water. Okay. Yeah. So the chocolate bar is $10 more, so the water is a dollar. <laughs> That's everybody's first answer. What is it? Well, okay, okay, so let's take your answer. If you're saying the water is a dollar and the chocolate bar is $10 more, that would make the chocolate bar $11. That would be $12 total. So oh my no.
1: God.
0: But everybody's so first answer so is it, the bottle of water is one.
1: So it's free.
0: <laughs> wait, wait. No. Hold on. <laughs>
1: wait, wait.
0: This hold is on. so much fun. I knew It would be fun. Hold on.
1: Wait. Okay. Shh, quiet. So, so if... <laughs> So it's ten. <laughs>
0: what? I to
1: pee.
0: You're gonna pee yourself.
1: What? Is, what is it?
0: Okay. It's
1: <laughs> it's, it's no dollars.
0: <laughs> well, then if the if the water's no dollars, then three. It's, then...
1: it's a cup of water. No. <laughs>
0: But if the chocolate bar is $10 more than the water and the water's free, then the chocolate bar would be 10, but total they equal 11. So that can't be the answer. So
1: it's $9. It's $10. No.
0: Uh, <laughs> what is this? What is this? The water is 50 cents and the chocolate bar is 10.50. Oh.
1: You can't put 50 cents in <laughs> Why? there. That's Why? Much. Why? That that's too many 50 cents.
0: Uh but no oh, trust me no. you're right in you're right in there with the one everybody the first answer everybody's asked. everybody
1: I want to know who everybody is.
0: No, my niece and nephew answered one dollar.
1: Oh my god but there are their babies. They're so young.
0: Yeah, well, they're yeah they're, oh, they're no. their, one's 14 and one's 11. Um oh, no. But no I, I've asked grown I've heard grown adults answer 1 dollar um okay yeah so
1: i i hope your next guest doesn't listen to this podcast <laughs> and you say the same thing i want I need- to
0: ask it but the thing is i can ask somebody did you listen to the last podcast they can say no but totally but have listened to it did. and then get the answer right so
1: well then maybe maybe like every other you need to to do this yes
0: oh i'm definitely going to it's going to be a new staple of is there my podcast. is there more there's one that um, I have, but you, your head might explode.
1: Okay, try me. <laughs> it will be uh, way I too. I mean, if you were struggling on ten fifty and fifty right. cents,
0: no. If you were struggling on ten fifty and fifty cents, um, your head's gonna explode on this one.
1: Watch, watch me get this one.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you are at a uh, uh, a riverbank. So, unlimited supply of water. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have two buckets next to you. One is a five gallon bucket and one is a three gallon bucket. Mm-hmm. How do you make, how do you get four gallons out of that without just straight eyeballing? Like, oh, just fill up the five gallon bucket to uh, four without eyeballing it they're not labeled the five gallon bucket isn't labeled one two three four five the three gallon bucket isn't labeled one two three but one of them is definitely a five gallon bucket one of them is a three gallon bucket how do you get four gallons <laughs> you this one's this one's tough i mean this is something that literally probably takes five I feel to, like 10 minutes this, to figure out.
1: this exact question was on the tax test when i was in middle school
0: very well could be i but, feel like it is
1: Um, there's two answers there's
0: two ways to get it at least two that I know of but
1: so what you do is you pour pour uh, pour the four
0: (laughs) you got a five gallon and a three gallon bucket
1: you you take the three gallon Mm -hmm. and you pour it into the five.
0: Okay. That's a good start.
1: And then, and then you put a gallon into there as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you got the first part right. Um, okay.
1: Okay. You pour it. You pour the three into the five. Fill, then, okay. Fill
0: up the three, pour it into the five. So you have a five gallon bucket right now that has three gallons in it, and you have an empty three gallon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Then. Then you, um, fudge. Then you pour the water bottle that you have in your backpack. That's usually a gallon into the five.
0: Uh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is that's a lot of numbers.
0: Okay, so this is just like I said. This is something that you literally have to just think out, and it.
1: Oh my god! No, you know, uh, but.
0: For the sake of brevity here and time, um, (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll give you the two answers to this one. Thank you. So you got the first part right. You fill up the three gallon, you pour it into the five. Okay. What you do next is you fill up the three gallon again, you pour it to the brim of the five. So now you've got a full five gallon, and since you just used two of the three, you've got one gallon left in the three gallon. So you've got a full five- and one gallon left in the three gallon. Pour out the five gallon bucket, and now you've got an empty five gallon, and you still got your one gallon left in the three. You put that one gallon that's in the three gallon. You put it into the five gallon. So now you've got an empty three gallon. And then
1: fill the three gallon. Fill
0: up the three and pour it into the five gallon. Holy, for four
1: that is so many different pours. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know, but that's that's gallon. what that's the that's the so that there's another way to do it. You could do the kind of the negative way well, that's more okay. like addition this is the okay. kind of subtraction one.
1: Oh, that's bad fill yeah, up that's bad.
0: fill up the five gallon and pour okay. and pour it into the three gallon and empty it okay so, so now you have two gallons in the five gallon and an empty three gallon pour those two gallons that are in the five gallon pour it into the three gallon fill up the five again pour 1 gallon into the 3 gallon cuz you've only, you've got 2 already in there so you just basically fill the 3 gallon to the brim so you've got a full 3 gallon and now you've got 4 gallons left in the 5 gallon container so that's the like the subtraction way to do it
1: oh um, my god
0: so that's yeah so that was
1: my mind is numb it's mushy
0: yeah that was uh was interesting Thank i, you I so can't impressed. wait to i can't wait to do this to future guests i'm so excited because oh, i'm so definitely curious
1: make this a staple on your show
0: the gallon ones i'm just not that's just too because that, that that takes some thing nobody's going to get that right off the bat because when i heard this for the first time i it took me 5 or 10 minutes in my head and i had a scratch pad out of like okay subtract pour
1: empty oh pour
0: it took me about 10 minutes to finally come I think come that to
1: the for sure the first one made me feel the dumbest <laughs>
0: because it's it's but, just because you're just because people that are listening hear half his age and then immediately think oh I'll just take a well, hundred and divide way, it by two
1: the way that you worded it is like the half his age well yeah. obviously everyone's gonna say 50 yeah
0: that's we the, all, like, that's why you say like you speak. get one guess you get one guess at this because the second you give them a second guess they're like oh well even though i gave, I don't know, I gave you I a second guess like 75 <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a second guess and you were multiplying a hundred by two. Uh. <laughs> All right. um, All right. Let's, let's end this with the, uh, let's end this with the final 10. Um, Okay. I don't remember my final 10 to you when we did the live show. Some of these might be the same. I don't think they are. I I don't remember any of them. Did
1: we do any? Oh yeah, we did. I think we did. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: These are probably different, but okay, here we go. Question number one, your male and female celebrity crush. Did we do that one?
1: Oh yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. My male right now is Mikio Hoisman. Who? He's, he's in Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. He's Khaleesi's Thrones. warrior sex buddy. <clears throat> um, And then... Oh, sorry if that was a spoiler. And he's also in The Haunting of Hill House. And then my lady crush right now... Oh, man. um, Would have to be... Um. Oh, uh, Beth from This Is Us. Oh, okay. I have no idea what her name is in real life, but she something is Kali-
0: something Kali- something Khalichi Watson.
1: I sure she's awesome. Yeah. I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. So that today, that's my that's them. Okay. It'll change tomorrow, I'm sure.
0: Okay. Question number two. Uh, this is podcast number. What number am I on? What number are you? One hundred two. One hundred three. I think you're 10. Hold on. I need to somehow get this right. Um podcast you are number You're 102. I've never asked this on a podcast before. Okay. However, the only reason I'm asking this is because one, I know you, two, okay. we've talked about stuff like this before, three, you've had porn stars on your podcast oh. before. <laughs> yeah. And we've talked about some pretty intimate things. And this Have isn't I? This isn't too crazy. I mean, you've talked about whatever. You've Just talked about your own orgasm. So this isn't Yeah, even, bring it on. Yeah. So this isn't even along those lines, but it's along okay. it's a sexual question. Okay. So question number two is what is the craziest, most random place you've had sex? Oh man. Maybe you've talked about this um, before in your podcast. I don't know. Craziest,
1: most random place. Um oh, shoot. Um, it was, well, it wasn't really random, but it was kind of fun because it was rushed, but, um, it was in, we were, me and my ex at the time were staying in a, um, like a 10 person hostel and it was like all bunk beds and, you know, we're sharing the room with 10 other people. And we had like, maybe, I don't even, we didn't know how much time we had alone, so we just started having sex and we, we finished before anyone came back into the room, but we were like, it was fun because it was, and that's not even random, but to me it was, it was like risky and fun okay. and who knows who's going to walk in kind of thing.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Question. Yeah. Not that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, okay. I'm, more,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm more of like a, just a nice bed, bed sex kind of person, you know?
0: Gotcha. So, All right. Yeah. Question number three, what is your biggest relationship pet peeve?
1: Oh my heavens. Um neediness.
0: Meeting they can't like need you.
1: Basically, <laughs> like you cannot need anything from me cuz I won't give you anything. <laughs> 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 no, I think it's um it, it spans to like a lot of things, but like um needing me to not travel, uh-uh, not going to work, needing me to like I don't know. I don't know. Just neediness. Someone who doesn't someone who needs me <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right oh, okay. question question number four um okay. when you were a little girl what mm-hmm. would what did you always want to be when you grew up
1: like, i always wanted to be a teacher really yeah like, like when, when you thought about be, teaching
0: did you want to be middle school kindergarten college i wanted high school? to
1: be a um a second grade english teacher Because my second grade English teacher had such a profound impact on my life that I was like I wanted to be him. Yeah. Oh. Yep. That was it. Wanted to be a teacher. You
0: remember what your second grade English teacher like did and said?
1: Yeah. Everything. He was he was like a savior for me. Yeah. I loved him. I still we're Facebook friends. We talk all the time. He's the best. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah he was he was awesome cuz that was like when everyone was bullying me and laughing at me and and he just was like the kindest most supportive human and i just love him for it so
0: all right question number 5 your senior prom <laughs> did you go to it yeah did you have fun did you what no
1: was- did any does anyone have fun at prom no, I, I, there I are people, I've
0: asked this one a lot and people have, there are a lot of people that have said, I never went to mine. Um, oh, gosh. but do you remember like his name? Where'd you go? I went, why to, wasn't I went it fun? To
1: two, I went to two proms. I was dating. Well, date, I don't know how to, I was seeing this guy named Ryan and he went to a different high school than me. So I went, so to, went his to his prom okay. and he went to mine. So I got two senior proms.
0: So it was a guy that you were seeing. So why didn't you have fun?
1: Um, cause prom, like prom sucks. You like spend all this money, get your hair and makeup done. And like, no one actually dance. at least at my school, no one actually danced at prom. Um, and so we were all just kind of like standing around doing nothing. And then everyone wants to party right away, which like, then everyone just gets too drunk. And I had a great time playing beer pong at his prom. Um, but my prom was pretty lame. His prom was more fun than mine was. Hmm. yeah all right yeah yeah i never really liked dances in general though okay i probably am just a you know negative (laughs) man when it comes to prom and dances and stuff
0: question number six yeah what is your most embarrassing moment
1: oh my god there's so many um i mean probably jumping out of the cake in a bikini and dancing in front of Ben Higgins was probably
0: (laughs) like, really? That was your most embarrassing moment. I mean, I know, I know it was for, I know it definitely, I know you,
1: it was horrible or that was more horrifying
0: uh, than it was embarrassing. Right. Like I know you said you had an anxiety attack after that.
1: Yeah. Um, But I mean, I was like so embarrassed afterwards that I even had an anxiety attack. I was so embarrassed that I did it. It was just like, it was just so mortifying. It was so embarrassing. hmm. Or, or it was when I recently saw Ben for the first time um, since the show <laughs> and he was at Brandy's house and he like, I had caught him right when he was showering and he came out into the living room in a towel and my, I started like drooling and that was really embarrassing and I was so awkward and I was like, I'm never just going to be normal around Ben Higgins. It's just never going to happen. <laughs> it's not on the cards. He was really nice to me though, by the way, everyone I've seen him since it's lovely we're friends
0: i was gonna say how did how is how are things with him because i know there was it a, was great there was a while there where, like there was a part of you that i think had never gotten over how all that ended and you had never seen ben since the film since seen you him. got eliminated no. on the island and we
1: no and it was it was funny because um brandy he was in town because him and brandy are really good friends now and, um, she kept kind of getting me to go to things like, okay, Hey, we're all at the house, come over. Or, Hey, we're going to this party, come over. And I kept being like, Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm busy. Cause I just like, didn't want to see him. And finally she said, okay, well, he's about to, he's at my house. He's about to head to the airport. So he'll be leaving soon, but just come by and say hello. And I was so nervous, like I was shitting my pants basically. And, um, I pulled up to her house and he opened the door and gave me this really long hug. And it, he was so lovely. And he even made a joke. He was like all of my favorite people. Cause there was, there was like 10 people at her house at the time. And he said, all my favorite people are here at the house, including my ex-girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, then he came. He showered and came down in a towel, which I'm pretty sure was just truly to tempt me. And um, it, it was great. It was lovely. And then he left, and he said, "I wish it didn't take us this long to see each other." And I said, "Me too." And that was it. But you, so, so you didn't
0: get a, You didn't spend a significant amount of time talking. No, about what no, happened no, on no. It whatever. was
1: it was maybe five minutes, if that. So yeah, so it wasn't significant. But I finally, I think I was always so nervous for that like first first time seeing Ben again. And it was lovely and it was fine. And he was really nice. And I always had this idea in my mind that he thought I was like a crazy person, but he was great to me. He was really nice. So it was all good.
0: Okay. Yeah. Question number seven has 10 questions in it and it's just kind of one or the other thing. So I'm okay. gonna, we're going to rip through these. All right. Okay.
1: Yep.
0: Here we go. Uh, yep. Morning or night? Morning. Steak fries, waffle fries, shoestring fries, or regular fries?
1: Oh God, that's the most impossible question. Um, (laughs) Waffle fries.
0: Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Dress up or dress down? Dress down. (laughs) Beach beach or poolside?
1: Uh oh. Poolside.
0: Mexican or Italian food? No, men or Mexican. Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling?
1: Uh, Ryan Gosling.
0: Chris Hemsworth or no, cri- no, no,
1: shit, shit, shit! I confused him. Ryan Reynolds, he's the one who's married to Blake Lively, right? Correct. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds.
0: Chris Hemsworth or Chris Pratt? Oh, um,
1: Chris Pratt.
0: Do you know who that is? He
1: comes. He comes in the Sky Club all the time in Seattle. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've seen him before.
0: Uh. Netflix and chill or night out
1: Netflix and chill every time.
0: Okay. Question number eight. Yep. Who is one of your podcast guests that surprised you the most? Either you thought they weren't going to be good or maybe you thought, eh, whatever, oh, or somebody one. that just blew Claire, you away. Uh,
1: Claire Crawley. Oh, she was, she was so, uh, she's like very moving and, and um super inspirational and has been through a lot that no one knows about she was really impressive i loved talking to her and i had no idea that she was gonna like just blow my mind the way that she did so
0: yeah i love her yeah claire's been on the claire's been on the podcast a couple times and yeah she's She's just
1: very open and raw and unapologetic and you know, there's I mean, there's so much to talk about with her because she's you know, she's done so many of the shows, but yeah, she doesn't shy away. She's very open about it. And then, yeah, I mean, she's been through some really hard stuff that no one even knows about. So and maybe it just goes back to the because I think there's a part of her that has get, been given like the villain kind of edit at yeah. times. Maybe it's just my fascination with the villain edit, but I I found her to be really amazing. So
0: question number nine. What are the top three things on your bucket list right now? Oh my gosh!
1: Um, I well, the the one has a lot of them in it. But my number one bucket list item is to bungee jump off of the top five tallest surfaces in the world.
0: Whoa! Um,
1: yeah, I jumped off number two, but I have five, I have four more to go. Um, oh, so that's number one. Yeah, I love bungee jumping. Um, I think number two would be, um, oh my gosh, they all involve, they all involve travel. Um, I would love to hike Kilimanjaro.
0: I was going to say, uh, am I going to see you climbing Mount <laughs> Everest one day or Kilimanjaro? Like,
1: Um, yeah, Kilimanjaro is actually on my list. Um, basically, my friend and I are training right now for our our 50 mile hike through Patagonia, and then we're probably thinking, like probably thinking Kilimanjaro is going to be next. So, you will see yeah. me hiking, yes, and then Everest. Don't do don't do
0: Everest. <laughs> Too many people die.
1: Too many people die. Yeah. Ah, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> And if I and if I did, that would be like the most incredible way to go. Like, I'd be so happy with myself.
0: Isn't Um, I I, I don't even know. I might be sounding totally stupid here, but isn't Machu Picchu. Is that a climbing place or is that just a. You. Yeah. So so that's
1: something else. You can hike up to Machu Picchu. Uh, Most people, you know, take the bus up. But you can hike up to it, which if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna hike up to it, of course. Um I was gonna say But yes, yeah, you're right. That is a way there's two ways to to I mean, when you're driving up there, it's purely a viewing point, which is completely magical. But I for me part of it is probably gonna be hiking up to it, because that's what I like to do. All right. Um, and then number three. Oh my heavens. Um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I think a bucket list for me is to, um, like buy a van and live in a van
0: down by the river. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You really Uh, like, you want to do like a van or like a camper and you want to live out of a camper for like, like,
1: yeah. Like I thought about a school bus, but I think that's too (laughs) big and I I don't need that much space, but the whole concept of either a tiny house or a tiny house on wheels is um, very appealing to me because I don't need hmm. anything really. Um, and I just want to be able to drive to all the national parks and do whatever I want. So, yeah. So bucket list slash like something I'm really thinking about doing is finding a mobile home of sorts. So, yeah, that would be appealing to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All
0: right. It's kind of <laughs> Question number 10 is uh, explain your tweet where I go through your Twitter account oh, and find God. something. Oh, God. So let me I, – I found something. This isn't bad. just wanted to uh, talk about it. I've been
1: it. boring on Twitter lately, but try me.
0: On August 23rd, you tweeted, I just looked through the camera roll on my iPhone X and realized I take about 25 accidental screenshots per day. What? <laughs> <laughs> Now I don't okay. have the, I don't have the iPhone X, so how do okay. you take? Is it different than so on
1: you... the iPhone 10 uh, or the X? Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that's what they meant by that. Yeah. Um, when you try to clo- basically the button to close your phone or to like power it down, and then the top of the volume kind of you know how like the volumes on one side and the power buttons on the other. Yeah they're basically like where you naturally put your hand and where the power button is, you end up constantly pressing them both together at the same time, which involves taking a screenshot. Mm. So I'm constantly taking accident. I, I did it to you earlier. I, I have a screenshot of Steve Carbone FaceTime audio and it happens all the time. So it's not even like selfies. It's just, screenshots of my home screen. Okay. And if anyone else, apparently Apple said that they're going to work on this, but I'm not sure how they're going to fix it without totally redesigning their phone, but it drives me nuts.
0: So this oh. isn't just an Olivia thing. This seems to be a, a well, more people are I mean, doing this.
1: Tweet me if I'm wrong, but it happens to me constantly. And I'm pretty sure it got some, it got a few likes. So I, <laughs> I don't imagine I'm alone but it's one of those things where i sound so incredibly petty when i'm talking about it but it drives me freaking nuts
0: yeah okay
1: and no yeah, that's hello apple listen to us we ne- we need st- we need n- like no more screenshots of my home screen please <laughs> thank you
0: yeah cuz oh. I, I don't have the yeah, i have the 8 plus and to take a screenshot you have to hit the power button and the home button at the same time which literally has meaning your hand in two different places which, and
1: because yeah. they got rid of the home button, now it's they're like right next to each other on each side of the phone. But just I, I next time I see you, I will describe this in person because it's freaking, it's nuts. it's the worst. Drives me insane. The little things, you know.
0: Oh, I can imagine.
1: <sighs> the little things.
0: Well, you completed the final ten, and uh, we've completed the uh, we've completed this podcast. So uh, thank oh, you. Yay. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh go finish watching Haunting of Hill House just to see Elon.
1: <laughs> oh yes. I will for him. <laughs> for him I will.
0: Um and then no, but thank you, uh thank you again for, for coming on and I know that you've probably told some of these stories numerous times on your podcast, but Fine, um I wanted, you to, I wanted you to tell them again for people that maybe haven't heard them.
1: just um, chatting with my friend, you know
0: yeah you know um of course anybody that wants to listen you you can uh you can download Olivia's podcast, which is the mouthing off podcast <laughs> yours comes out every Tuesday, right
1: every Tuesday um and I don't what how do you say it I never on all the podcast thing the podcast app
0: um, <laughs> yeah the podcast that, app on um, I don't know.
1: Yeah, iTunes. it's on yeah.
0: iTunes uh, or iTunes isn't even a thing anymore. It's just like podcasts. Oh, who podcast does iTunes app. anymore?
1: No yeah, one. Yeah,
0: for podcasting, if you have an iPhone, you have a podcast app that comes Yeah, <laughs> as... and then you
1: can just search like every podcast ever. Yeah. I have so cool. many podcasts that I'm subscribed to. It's overwhelming.
0: If you have a podcast, if you have an iPhone, it's on the second page. It's a purple yep. app. Mm-hmm. And it says Podcasts and then Easy. You hit there that you button. go. Type in for search, uh, mouthing off, uh, and- It's like said, me with my mouth open, the you, usual. You with your mouth open, you. <laughs> um, like I said, it comes out every Tuesday. You've had some really good ones, like we said. I've, You are the only one, <clears throat> and I've said this in numerous times, not just saying this because you're on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Your podcast is the only one that, I, I mean, do I listen every week? No, I just don't have the time. But you're the yeah. only podcast, Bachelor Nation podcast, that I've ever listened to from beginning to end. I've probably listened to, I don't know, probably, I probably listened to 15 or so, maybe 15 or 20 that's of yours. So over so lovely
1: the... and so many. And you, that's, <laughs> but it's, it's out, and I listen to yours every week. So you, no, should, you don't shut yeah. up. <laughs> Pretty much. No, you I don't. To... Shut
0: up. No, you don't.
1: <laughs> at least every month I listen to at least three. No, you
0: don't. Yeah, I do. Really?
1: I love hearing the tea. Ooh, I live
0: on uh, the juice. I, but my, not all mine are tea related for the most part. They're
1: all they're all full of tea, I no. assure you. Oh
0: no. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, so thank you for uh thank you for coming on You're again welcome. and um again opening up and uh talking mm-hmm. about that stuff and have fun on your future trips. My gosh, you'll be Miss Great. World Traveler again.
1: Yeah. Look forward to my Morocco picks. I'm, I'm going with Sarah Heron too. So we're going to be together.
0: That's the next one.
1: Yep. And Me when and do you Sarah. leave? Uh, November 10th. Okay, so. So, you're... so her and I are going to be in Morocco together for a couple days and it's going to be baller.
0: God, that's going to be a lot of fun. Enjoy that. Yeah. So I will. Thank you again, Olivia, for coming on. Appreciate it. And uh, I'll I'll
1: probably call you after this to spill so we can spill more tea about stuff. Yeah, no, we got, (laughs) we got a lot
0: of stuff to cover here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Cut it for now. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, thanks again. And, uh, we'll be in touch.
1: All right. Goodbye.
0: Bye. Thank you to Olivia for that. Um, I could, I know it was different than a lot of our past podcasts because usually you know, we talk about the show or whatever. But I've already had Olivia on, and I think there's a lot of stuff since I last had her on a year ago that we had not covered. Her move to Seattle, the travel that she does, uh, the podcast that she did with Taylor and Michelle, and <laughs> had a lot of fun with the riddles. Uh, she was – that was I, – I, I hope future guests aren't listening because I want to see if they answer the same. But, yeah, trust me. And the people that I asked, not just my niece and nephew, but I have asked other people and and I've even done it on text where they could see it written out because maybe verbally when you say the older brother is four, younger brother is half his age, immediately someone just has in their mind, oh, half of 100, 50. I've texted that to people and they've still gotten it wrong. Uh, But there are some, even in Bachelor Nation, uh, that actually did get it right. So uh, congratulations to them. But that was fun. Um, probably do that to a couple other. I, I, I don't think I'll do the bucket one. It's just too long and to sit there and have somebody think it through. Um, you know, you know, you know. What, now that I'm thinking about it. You know who I will do that to? Stephen Fishback, because we're going to have him on again sometime during this current Survivor season, and he just seems like a guy that would love something like that. I can't wait to ask. So please, if you're listening to this and you follow Stephen Fishback on Twitter or Instagram. Please don't tell him the answers. I I would love to see his brain work through the five-gallon and three-gallon bucket one because I know he'll end up getting it. But just hearing that guy think through things like he did when I did the trivia contest, the Survivor trivia contest with him last time, he's such a brainiac. Um, yeah, I'll probably ask him. But don't give him the answers, please. So anyway, thanks to Olivia for coming on. She's great. She and I have actually been friends for two or three years now. We talk, um, text, and um, I know I could always go to her and have a good conversation with her. And she's she's great, and she's always been somebody that um, from this franchise that uh, I've always kind of admired uh, because of the things that she has talked about and the things that she has admitted to in regards to what happened to her on the show. So she's always somebody that I can go to. She knows how I feel about her. Uh, she's great. And, um, you know, I'm sure she'll be on again in the future, six months from now, a year from now, whatever. Anyway, thanks again uh, to Olivia, uh, for coming on. Also, don't forget this podcast brought to you by brilliant earth. It's a global leader in ethically sourced fine jewelry and the destination for, for creating your own custom and engagement ring. Choose from a variety of beyond-conflict-free diamonds and other fine jewelry crafted from recycled precious metals at BrilliantEarth.com. From November 1st to November 5th, starting today, assuming you're listening to this podcast when it's released, you'll receive a complimentary diamond pendant with the purchase of an engagement ring. To see terms for this special offer and to shop at all Brilliant Earth selections, just go to BrilliantEarth.com Steve. Thank you again to Olivia for coming on. Thank you all for listening. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. It's much appreciated. Also, please uh, check out the He Said, She Said podcast, episode number nine coming up this Tuesday, and it's fairly deep. We got some t- We got two issues that, um, I mean, Ashley and I were, I know Ashley was crying during one of them and, uh, because it hit very close to home for her. And just two very somber um, calls, but very good. And uh, I can't wait for you to hear them. So that will be coming out this Tuesday. If you want to be a part of a, the He Said, She Said podcast in the future, by all means, contact myself, Ashley, through EM or EM, email, DM on Instagram or Twitter, and uh, tell us what time's on your end. We'll figure out a time to record with you. So that'll do it for podcast number 102. Thank you to Olivia Caridi. Thank you all for listening. And we'll be back next week with podcast number 103. So until then, talk to you soon. See you.